Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to the PHLY Eagles podcast on a Wednesday evening, 8.33 Eastern Standard Time. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman here to talk about our day spent at the NovaCare Complex for Locker Room Cleanout Day. We talked to Jalen Hurts. We talked to Fletcher Cox. We talked to Jason Kelsey, among many others, to get their take on everything that happened at the end and throughout the 2023 Eagles season. Maybe their perspective on Nick Sirianni's future. We will talk about that. Zach, it's cold outside. How are you? I'm happy to be inside. I'm doing well. It was so nice to see you today and nice to see you on the screen here. Uh, Brings back memories of when we used to always be on the screen as opposed to doing the pods in person. But uh, yes, you're much smaller in this in this setting. I usually get much smaller in person. So I appreciate that. no, it, look, it was a busy day at Novacare today, as we all know, and it was uh, a f- it was a final chance to speak to some players who won't be back, some players who might retire, and some players who 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 certainly will be back, but their opinions matter a great deal. We did not get resolution today on who's going to coach the Eagles next season, right? We're we're still kind of waiting for the smoke to emerge from Novacare on that. Uh, but that's what I put in the, uh, in the headline, in the, uh, description of the show. Is that what you put in? Waiting for a cloud of smoke to emanate from Jeffrey Lurie's chimney. Now you don't usually get religious. So I like that. Um, but, uh, no, this is, this was a busy day and, uh, much to discuss. It's gonna be a packed pod. Yes, it will be a packed pod. I, I, there is so much to talk about. Um, the players we talked to today, uh, the long wait for Jalen Hurts. We can get to all that, but but why don't we let's start and spend just a few minutes on the Sirianni, like hanging in the balance here. Um, Diana Rossini, the great reporter from the Athletic, uh, said that they have not met yet. They were maybe supposed to meet today. There were some logistical issues. Supposed to meet tomorrow, so that Sirianni can present his plan moving forward as we sit here on Wednesday evening, two days after the Eagles season is over. What is your leaning on his future? Has it changed since yesterday? Well, so I I have a piece in 
on all phly.com right now uh with you know thoughts on this situation and, and one thing i wrote is that unless you're in that meeting you're operating from an, inf- an information deficit here and that meeting's critical because as we discussed in yesterday's show this is about the vision going forward and this is about whether Sirianni can execute that vision and so that's that's really the 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 big deal here right and how do i I'm, I kind of feel the same, uh, but I, I, I feel the same in that the meeting hasn't taken place, right? If they had met and he's still kind of hanging in the balance, then I would say that I, I would feel strongly that he's coming back. Uh, certainly from hearing players in the locker room, I think he does have the belief of the locker room. Now we can get into what was left unsaid, perhaps by Jalen Hurts, right? But no, I, I kind of feel the same way I felt yesterday. How about you? Which is what? That you lean towards that he's going? I mean, I hate saying 50-50. But, yeah, I I think that... Yesterday it sounded like you were leaning a little bit that he's going. Yeah, probably that's my closer lean there. um, Because I think the easiest thing for them to do when you have a head coach who has been as successful as Nick Sirianni has is just to say he's coming back. Like, you know, you put out a statement... We're disappointed about the way the season ended. Uh, you know, like like we're all disappointed here. But I, you know, uh, I believe in Nick Sirianni as a coach. I believe in him as a leader, and I'm excited to see what he can do with the 2024 football team. Right? Like if he's if it's a no brainer from them, or if it, if it's not hanging in the air, then that's what they would do. Uh, so that. The fact that that hasn't come out, and now I, I understand there can be PR people who push back, being like, "You don't have to announce that a guy's coming back, right?" Uh, it's I heard this, you know. No, but they would Kelly announce a press conference that would include Nick Sirianni. Yeah, like, yeah, like Chip Kelly used to say, uh, you know, I I don't call a press conference when when we release everybody. That's I'm not going to call it when we release the Sean Jackson. Right? You, you can kind of use use that point here, but the way I see it is, is that. The speculation is clearly out there. If, 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 if they were sure, if they were certain that Nick Sirianni was coming back, then they would say that. And, you know, we're evaluating the staff and all that. Well, it's not even just that they would say it. It's that they would have people who they often disseminate sure. information to say it on their behalf. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, I guess the national yeah. reporters would be the ones saying it. Yeah, those, right. those those local reporters have no idea what's going on. The reality is this, right? So that that would be the message that you hear. Right. The fact it that would that's be, and happening. you can even you can even trace it on, like, every now and then these, these things get tagged to me. People will tag me on Twitter, like what Adam Schefter says on his, like, local radio appearance that, like, this is ridiculous. Of course he's coming back. I can't. And then and then this week it was something to the effect of, like, I don't know, all bets are off. Uh, so yeah. you can trace that evolution, which, you know, how, how silly of us to have speculated sooner. All of that said, I think I've flipped. Okay. Overnight, I, I just I put my head on the pillow, and I was just – I was thinking about it more, and, uh, like, the same – for the same reasons that – we crushed the decision to change midstream defensive coordinators. The Fletcher Cox line about the calmer you are, the calmer we are. I feel like Jeffrey Lurie needs to be the calm one and, and wants to be the calm one here. Now, 
there is like there is very much the the case here of you have to do what I'm going to say you're going to do. And I think on tomorrow's show, you and I are going to sort of cosplay sure. the meeting between Lurie and Rosemary, Lurie and, and Sirianni. And I feel like it is okay. Listen, B- because now it is not even to the point. Like they, it was such a collapse and such an indefensible coaching job. You, you you wrote about like deserves got nothing to do with it. And over the over the course of his tenure, certainly he deserves to be oh, yeah. lauded. But also over the course of the last eight games, he deserves to not be the head coach based on what the team put on tape, what the offensive scheme put on tape, and what the like the effort said. All of that said, because it was so bad, I don't think that Sirianni can come in to that meeting, present a plan with like a leg to stand on, if that makes sense. Like he cannot be he cannot bristle at the thought that how yeah. dare you think I didn't do a good enough job on offense? Like we all saw how terrible the offense was when it mattered most. And so that makes it so it's now in a situation, I think, just pure speculation where he he is going to have to do whatever they want. So they're going to pick the staff or, you know, he's he's going to make his connections, whatever. Diane also had the uh, report that both Sirianni and Roseman have been reaching out to prospective coaching people to potentially join their staff. And it's going to be like, listen, you're going to do like you better call the game. We're going to we're going to hire somebody who's going to be uh, better at calling like the in-game management stuff. That is not on your plate anymore. Like you just lead the people. And the other thing here to me is the Jalen Hurts of it all. And we can use this to sort of transition into the, the scene. Well, there is one thing I, I, I did want to say before you get into that. But, but OK, that's fine. Yeah. But the. Like the, you know, the, the obviously the very tepid endorsement that, that Jalen Hurts gave uh, on Monday night, which I thought was a little bit different today, but sort of along the same lines. And obviously the reporting that was done this week about like the dissension potentially about the offensive scheme between the coach and the quarterback. I don't think you want, I don't think in Jeffrey Lurie's mind, he wants to hand over that power to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts needs to be an adult and figure out a way to get along with his head coach. And like, they have to move forward together. It's not going to be like just replacing guys. If you I'm do, sorry, you, he already handed over that power when he offered him that contract, but well, sure. But, yeah. but not all of the decision-making power. Sure. Like, you know, he doesn't want to look like a fool Jalen Hurts. So at some point he's going to have to find a way to make this work. Plus there's also like, the second year uh, in, with the same play caller. Like, it, could Brian Johnson be back and whoever they bring in to help on offense is not the play caller and you can roll that back as, like, there's a little bit of continuity? I don't know. I, I, I went from, uh, I went for, I you know, we, we were texting with uh, with Sheil yesterday and I said 52%. Uh, Sheil Kapadia. That's, Thank that's you very much. Good callback. Say that. Yes, uh, good callback. Uh, Sheil, I, I know who you are. That was not me 52% saying. 52% yesterday leaning that he was going to be gone. Now I'm at about, I would say 63% that he's going to stay. Yeah, look, I mean, I've I've said that I he doesn't deserve to go and and look, it might be covered by the fact that I've seen him win big games and I've seen the locker rally uh, I've seen the locker rally around him. Now I do I do think it's not enough to go into these meetings saying we need to make change, right? Because he he said that after the game you know, when I asked them how they got to this point. Sure, it needs to be said, specific, yeah. He said, like, everything's going to be e- evaluated, and he mentioned specifically scheme and play calling as, as part of the, what's going to be 
evaluated. It's not enough to go into this meeting and, and saying like, yeah, you know, this was a problem. We need to take a look at it. No, you need to have cl a clear action plan for how you're going to fix this and who's going to fix this. And to that point of who's going to fix this, it, it does make me snicker. You know, I was in the car when I saw Diana's tweet, um, how, how normalized it is. Hold on a second. Uh, Zach. I, I, I did not tweet. I saw the tweet. I did not tweet. I did not. I, I was not typing anything. I did. How did I, you see it? How did you read it? You were supposed I to saw it on my phone, but I did not. I was not typing. That's not any better. If anything, that's worse. You can type without looking. You can't read without okay. diverting your eyes from the road. It's icy out there, Zach. What are we doing? I was at a light. You're um, always at a light. I don't know if we believe this. I, I only so look. This is, a, this is an issue. I only look at the phone while at a light. Okay. But, uh, but uh, let me. Uh, okay. And now I'm getting texts from Emily, who's what the, the first episode she watches here. That's horrible, Zach. Um, yeah, no, I was at a light. Um, so <laughs> sorry, Emily, I love you. Um, you anything by but, the, by the people. Yeah. Okay. So let me get this. So how, how Alex much Kern says, Zach, we're not mad. We're disappointed. <laughs> so anyways, well, I saw this tweet when I got home. How about that? Let's, let's take away. The <laughs> well, now you're just lying. Yes. Um, the last, uh, how, how much we've normalized, uh, because uh, none of us bat an eye because it's the expectation. Howie Roseman's calling coaches and calling coaching agents, this kind of thing. Right. Like imagine if the report was the other way around, you know, Nick Sirianni's calling front office members to see if they would like, it, it would be like, Oh my goodness. You know, the, uh, the idea that, that Howie Roseman's calling to fill out this front, this uh, coaching staff is the, uh, it's, it's, it's just become so, so normalized. Um, and I always find that interesting. That is interesting. It, but, it, but, it also does make sense on this because like if the idea is boy the staff as a whole let us down and we need to get better people in here you would want to lean on everybody's connections in the building like and like part of the reason the whole like how the sausage gets made of their reporting and how howie roseman is able to know that people are available is because he is very well connected around the league and so yeah of course he's going to have connections with with you know player agent or coach agents and all the, yeah. all these different things by the way, I see the chat. You guys have convinced me. I am not going to look at my phone at all, even when at a light. I'm going to put the phone away, and I will simply listen to whatever this before. it is. Whatever. No, I said I would not tweet and drive, mm -hmm. right, or text and drive, which I haven't been doing. Um, but I did look when I was at the light at the – at the news i wonder if there's a way to do like if you can set if you set up tweet alerts for diana tweets and will will like apple carplay or siri yeah. then read those to you does that work maybe i only have alerts now from philadelphia eagles so wow well you have more I, alerts than that i don't but it surprises me that you don't you love technology and you and you're yes. addicted to the news and so i'm i'm shocked you don't have like Schefter tweet alerts no because my phone would be buzzing all the time. And one thing I don't like, this is like a pet peeve of mine, is to be looking at the phone during a conversation, right? Mm. Um, so uh, I I don't want – I want fewer alerts uh, because Which I'm – also interesting I'm, because I'm, you have had your alerts on your computer make noise during the show. Yeah, that's – those are texts. <laughs> yeah. I want fewer like, uh, you know, like Apple – You want Apple push, fewer push alerts. Yes, I, I, I'm 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 on Apple News Plus, and I I get so many 
push alerts from. How do you feel that. about the athletics push alerts? I I like them. I like reading them. Yeah, brings okay. me to the articles. I, I feel like some ones I see when like uh, did I need an alert for that? But most of the <laughs> most of the time it's effective. Yeah, yeah, that's that's precisely. I what open, they're for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get nothing. nothing get yourself numbers. Yeah. All right. Um, so we can save a little bit of that conversation for tomorrow, uh, unless news breaks overnight and we can do a, a 3 a.m. emergency pod just for old time's sake. But because we're talking about the Jalen Hurts of it all, let's 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 go there. Um, we talked yesterday on the show about how um, uninspiring Jalen Hurts' defense of Nick Sirianni was after the game. Today, he had a chance to uh, sort of walk that back. He talked about a few other things. What did you make of the whole uh, Jalen Hurts scene, you know, three and a half hours after we expected him to talk? Yeah. Uh, always good hearing from, from, from Jalen. Uh, rain, sleet, or snow, day or night, no matter when it is, when Jalen talks, I will be there. Colby okay. has your back, by the way, Zach, on a super chat. He said, everyone texts and drives, reads at a light, give me a break. Yeah, I I'm, I don't text and drive, Colby, but I appreciate you having my back. But I I do read at at, at lights. I am um, not immune here. I I have slipped up. I you know I, I I it is a thing that I don't like about myself. I can admit that. Uh, but I, it's a thing that I'm trying to do as as little as possible. Uh, so, Joan, he he took a while, and I was I really wanted to get in this this question of you have a lot of power. You know, or your voice matters in this organization. This was this was tough to watch from my vantage point because you were you did you were trying to get this in for a while yeah. and you had the same intro line and so I, I felt bad for you that you had to keep repeating yeah. the, your voice. You matters. know what? And it was, the, was and it was ironic because at the, in that point he was deciding that your voice didn't matter. Yeah, if I was in Jalen's uh, case and I you know I would actually turn it the fourth time I said it. So yeah, I know that part. What's the rest of the question? But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I, 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 I do have a, a little self-deprecating um, uh, line here, which is this probably shows uh, how like obsessed I am with this job is that Jalen in the press conference the other night was referring to a time when he said all it takes is a crumb. And he he nodded over to me um, because he said it in response to a question I, I had before about the crumbs. Okay. But it's like I, I, I kind of felt like this guy will take any crumb I give him and, and run with it, right? It's it's kind of like he's he's obsessed with these crumbs. He's 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 missed dinners with his in laws to get some of these crumbs, right? So uh, that's that he he didn't put his kids to bed tonight because of these crumbs. Why right? did the cookie have to go to the doctor? Why he was feeling crummy. It's a dad joke if I've ever heard one. Actually, that's uh, the joke that the doctor told today to distract Casey from the shot that he was getting. Ah, okay. I like that. Uh, is he okay? He's fine. He got his COVID booster. If we, if we want to uh, violate HIPAA violations. <laughs> God, I asked if your kid's okay. I'm yeah, not... his checkup and, uh, you know. Okay, he... I'm, I, I'm not asking he you doesn't for like his shots. medical. Yeah, I'm not asking for his medical records. I'm asking, I'm asking if he's feeling well and how he's doing. Okay, yeah, a little checkup. Uh, all right, Goodness, um, <laughs> you're like Guy and Eagle with Mike Fratello. <laughs> you have to get on, on on social media to understand that one. I um, think I, uh, is that still going or is that an old an old thing? Oh, was that an old clip? I thought so. Oh, it's okay. like the I clip that, that everybody was showing of the 
Kelsey interaction where where Jason had to stop the show, but that was from last year. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I saw that. I, I saw that today. Um, <laughs> so what I make? So, anyways, I asked him that that question, and he said, uh, "Owners own, coaches coach, players play," and he has trust in in them in the building. I found that you know he's he's distancing he's distancing himself from decisions that are made. Um, so that's interesting there. Now, the other part is he gave that, that similar answer when EJ Smith asked him uh, if he wants Sirianni back. And he, he said, owner's own, coach's coach. Uh, he said that when he answered that question the other night, that he didn't know this was coming, that he, uh, he that's kind of how he felt, and that he thinks they're all going to fix this together. I actually did take it as a slight minor improvement mm. on what he said Monday night. How so? Uh, well, I mean, he then he then gave the uh, follow up of like I've got I've got you know confidence, full confidence in in Nick, and and he even mentioned Brian Johnson, which yeah. I didn't know. I, I thought that was important that he snuck that in there. Um. I also thought that it was like it was purposeful in like he needs to he needs to know and embrace the fact that his voice matters as like to your point mm -hmm. but I think it was his way of explaining that he doesn't think that his opinion should matter here at least publicly which I disagree with but it, it is a, something of an explanation for why he didn't go overboard on Monday night. Yeah, It almost would have looked worse if he had come out and been like way over the top this time. Maybe. I mean, to me, like it, it should be, it, sh it should be a softball question unless you don't make it that. And I understand he's, he has his whole stick. And I respect that everyone. I mean, you have a shtick. I have a shtick. Everyone has, has, everyone has their thing. Right. And he, there's a way he answers questions and, and there's a way he approaches it. And I believe in people being authentically themselves. Um, and I respect Like I, I'm not telling Jalen to be someone he's not, or I, I want people's earnestness. Right. But to me, it, it's, it's like, if, you know, if my wife says that you have dessert at lunch today and I said I had a salad and it's like, OK, but that's not answering the question, you know. Um, so it's if, if you were have asking, dessert at lunch today. Yeah, I had a cookie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I also was I also decided me to follow up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but point being that if you say, do you want Nick back and you say owner's own coach's coach? It's like say yeah of course uh, like of course I do I I yeah. I didn't I answered it that way the other night because I didn't think it was a question like this guy's right. my coach I have his back yeah. and then you say but it's not my decision you know owners own you know I'm I'm here to play I'm employee number one and uh, that's Jeffrey Lurie's decision that's how you know that that kind of thing you know that's like to me you can still give that answer that he gave while also saying of course. I answered it that night because I didn't think it's a question, but, but to like how Fletcher Cox answered it. 
Yeah. <laughs> like how Jason Kelsey answered it. Like how Hassan Reddick answered it the other night. Like nobody else takes that question and tries to make it into this this uh, this maze to get to the answer, right? <laughs> it's it's a simple question. Do you want him to be your coach? And if you don't, at least you know you can yeah. at least act like you do. And if you and if if uh, if you want it to be cryptic, then you can. Then you're going to be cryptic. So that's my interpretation for it. That's not me like reading too much into it. That's me saying simply, it's if you want it to be a simple question, you know. It could be a simple, you know, it could be a simple answer. It's totally fair. To be, I, think, so, I think that's a very good point. Yeah. And it's it, so, it's the thing that we talked about the other day. Like, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> of course we don't know what we don't know because yes. you don't tell us anything. Yeah. So so that's the, that's kind of, yeah, that was my feeling is I had another chance just to say, yes, of course I do. And that's not the approach that he took. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's well said. What else uh, jumped out to you from uh, Jalen? Yeah, so um, you know his his leadership came up quite a bit. His first answer, the first thing he talked about, was acknowledging that, like this perception, which he has sort of said before, but but this thing that was out there about, um, you know, maybe his his demeanor was viewed a little bit differently this year in the locker room, and he said uh, something to the effect of like every year is different, every year requires different kind of leadership, and I probably need to do a better job of you know, reacting to that, which was interesting and like showed some self-reflection and, and made sense. But then as the press conference went on, he sort of doubled back and said, well, yeah, you know, all of this same stuff. Everybody was calling me this amazing leader last year, this this special leader. And now all of a sudden it's not the same. And so there, there is still some defensiveness there. Yeah, and look, I actually agree with Jalen on on uh, this. I shouldn't say actually because there's a lot of things I agree with Jalen on, but this is one that I particularly thermostats. Yeah, exactly. But this is one that I particularly agree with him on. Is is that he said he basically said the things you were praising me for last year, you're criticizing me for this year. And I I've said this, and I've used the Paul Durham line. It's that when he's winning, it. All, all these things are it's, it's it's like yeah he's intense he's 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 motivated he's even keeled and then when they're losing it's like he's he's reclusive and or he's uh he sticks to himself you know no it it's got to be it, it's all open for interpretation Jalen leaves a lot open for interpretation whatever issues might exist in that building Jalen hurts as a leader I don't think is is uh well it it I guess it depends on what you want from your leader. I think Jalen does everything to, or he does almost everything the right way, right? He plays his ass off. Uh, he works, he, he works hard. Um, he, he cares. I, I, I think Jalen is like, he's so steeped in the football culture. He's the coach's son that he does. He does every, you know, he's, he's your dream in the, in that regard. Um, but I also think that he, uh, he there's like a lone wolf to him, right? Um, that that he kind of creates it that way. He's much more, and he's he's not you or one of the guys type quarterbacks. He's he's uh, he's more like I'm here, right? And I'm chasing this standard, and you can come chase it with me. Um, it's it's him talking about how him and Devonte Smith are working out at night when when like everyone else is on the strip at at at, at Alabama. He kind of says everyone else is doing that. 
while I'm doing this. That's the kind of leader that Jalen Wolf that that Jalen Hurts is. Uh, so, um, yeah, I I don't have an issue with his uh, leadership, and I, I I think it can be, but I do think, um, and Jeff McClain wrote this over the weekend, that when things are tough, you know, the eyes are on him at all times, right? Not just in good times and bad times, and when when things are going bad. People want to see how you how how you respond when you talk about how you're the thermostat. That's that's at all times, right? And setting the temperature means that when when the temperature is going low, you need to be the one bringing that temperature up, right? Otherwise, you're going to be in a cold ass house. So, uh, um, sorry for my language there. Uh, it's been a long I'm interested day. Interested in seeing the ass house. Sorry, you know what I mean, but but yeah. So 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 that's my point. If if you're the thermostat, not the thermometer, then you're the one well, setting sure, yeah, that. The, the faultiness of the thermostat thing is that for him, and like his temperature remains the same no matter what the weather is outside, right? It, he, yeah. he is he is constant. He he is not reflecting, you know, what the room needs necessarily. No, but he had but he has to set the temperature for the room. That's my point. And so well, yeah, right. then that's what yeah, I'm saying. So when that's for, needed. For him, and I like generally speaking, I totally agree that like his leadership is not the problem. And the yes. more newsworthy thing here is that things are being disseminated from around the building about his leadership being a problem, which seems ridiculous to me after last year. However, I think the thing that he's saying about having to like react to the seasons and then yeah. being different and requiring different leadership is true. Like when when the team is front running and is one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Like to have a guy like Jalen, who is saying the standard is the standard and like, like we are not satisfied. We have to keep chasing. This is, is great. And the next season when the team is not that good and you're still um, like, just, you know, whatever, who knows what his relationships are like with everybody in the room, in the locker room, right? But like, if you're still off to the side and, and just being worker be worker be worker be, maybe that isn't what is necessarily called for because the truth is, you know, quarterback in the NFL, you know, franchise quarterback is the highest paid position in sports other than, you know, Saudi golfer for a reason because it's not just the most important position on the field in the most uh, popular game, but like all of the attention that gets placed on you and all yeah. of the, like the narratives that surround you, that's part of the job. And like, you are the face of everything. You have that power. And so, yes, when, when he doesn't wield that power to defend Nick Sirianni or, um, you know, uh, support whoever, whatever player needs support, like, yeah, that, that stuff does matter. Exactly. And that's why, you know, I saw a, a comment that Julia put up earlier. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm not crediting who I'm not crediting who said it, but that that Jalen just wants to play football. He, he 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 doesn't care about the politics of all this. Well, let me tell you something. Tough luck. You're the you're the face of the franchise. You're the franchise quarterback. There are things that come with that position. Right there. There are things that that uh, that are required there that you know, people want to hear what you think. Everyone looks to you. You're the most important interaction that most players have that day. There are practice squad guys who are going to tell their kids one day and their grandkids one day that they played with Jalen Hurts, right? And they're going to remember. They're going to remember being with you. And everyone looks to you. So yeah. So I'm not saying you have to. You know, you have to have your 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 kind of people 
around you leak your statement or get your side out or, or whatever it is. But when you're the franchise quarterback, um, everything that's part of the NFL industrial complex, you're a part of it too, right? And that's how you get to that point, right? I mean, that's that's that comes with that comes with the territory. That guy, I do, I don't like bringing money into it, but that comes with the contract. Um, you, you're the guy. You're the guy. They, we're not spending the first forty minutes of our show talking about Rick Lovato right now, right? We're talking about Jalen Hurts, like that. Uh, Rick that Lovato comes with the Eagles long snapper. By the yes, way. <laughs> that comes with the territory. All right, Zach, uh, I agree with all of that, and that sort of means that that line of thought was in your wheelhouse. There you go. Um, Wheelhouse is the go-to sports card gift and apparel shop in the Delaware Valley. I believe I saw on their Instagram page, which, by the way, you can follow at Wheelhouse Cards, that they have a kids trade day this weekend, which is an awesome event where you can bring your kids and they can trade cards. Um, And that's because their motto is cards and community and love of sports unites us all. Okay, in the room over from me right now. My son is sleeping, and he has binders and binders of cards that he's been accumulating. And those uh, those cards, I think almost all of them, he got from Wheelhouse Cards. Uh, and they carry all of your favorite brands like Topps Chrome Baseball and Mosaic Football, as well as T-shirts, hats, and hoodies from brands like Mitchell & Ness, 47 Brand, Junk Food, Starter, and Shy Vintage Sports. If you're looking to grade your sports card collection, Wheelhouse offers PSA grading submissions. They also host tons of different family-friendly events and birthday parties every month. Stop into either of their stores, Wayne or Westchester, open seven days a week, 11 a.m. Use code PHLY. It gets you $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in store. Also, be sure to give them to give them a follow on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. And a super chat from Real Time who says Zach has beautiful eyes. Is it a filter? That's so natural, uh, my friend. I appreciate that, Real Time. Um, that I hope that's Emily chiming in. Uh, I I wouldn't advise I hope it's you not to, Emily. I feel yeah, like that would be yeah. Weird. Please don't spend a buck ninety nine for for um, Emily. I mean, actually, I shouldn't say that. Anyone can spend whatever they would like. We appreciate it, but um. Yeah, no, 199. I, I appreciate the compliment real time. There's no filter here. These are my eyes. Um, there's also no filter on Rocket Money because Rocket Money is your filter for how to save you money and not pay for those subscriptions that you've just sort of let lapse that you're not using anymore. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower those bills. Not your Belichick's. Your money bills. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with one tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They will even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y. That's rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y, rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y. All right, Zach, let's talk about uh, everybody else who we talked to in the locker room today. Where would you like to start? We'll start with Fletcher Cox. Um, and Fletcher Cox said that he hasn't uh, made a decision on his future yet. Uh, it certainly sounded like, uh, from what others in the locker room said, that Fletcher Cox 
is not going to be is is going to is not coming back. I don't know that I don't know that that was gospel from I mean, Jordan Davis. Yeah, well, explain yeah. what Jordan Davis said. Yeah, Jordan Davis. We spoke to him for about fifteen minutes and was talking about how, you know, Fletcher's not going to be here next year and how he loved playing with Fletcher Cox during these two years. He's so fortunate to have these two years and now it's up to him and and Jalen and Milton to kind of carry on um Fletcher's legacy and that it was so eat you know that you kind of get used to Fletcher being in your room and Fletcher being on the field and you kind of lean on him as a crutch and now those guys need to step up um and that uh that's that's kind of what he said so I don't think that means that he's definitely not coming back I think I mean he's no. a free agent he like he's a, yeah exactly you know, he might not come back but I mean, you remember Brandon Graham you know, shaking hands and saying goodbye to everybody like five years ago. Exa- yeah, like, there's a lot that goes change. We'll see what the market says. I think I think the Eagles would, yeah. would, would have some interest in bringing Fletcher Cox back. He was the best player on the defense this year. And PHLY, too, by the way. We would have know, that's right. bring Fletcher Cox back, too. Um, you know, Fletcher's like, you know, if it, it was kind of symbolic to see Fletcher's locker completely cleaned that out. That was interesting. Right next to Brandon Graham's. Uh, now, now, Brandon Graham comes. He's he he lives here year round, Brandon. Right, he, he he works out at the facility. He already said he's coming back next year, although he's not under contract. So um, <laughs> at some point, at some point, they're gonna have to ask him to clean out that locker because they're he not gonna ask him to clean out the locker. He, I mean, he he can't come back to work out on like April twelfth, right? No, he can't come back in the building. That's true, but they're not gonna yeah. ask him to clean out the locker. They're not gonna uh, say uh, anything well, to him. Well, I'm saying that at some point here, that locker is going to have to get cleaned out. If he's not, I, no, I promise you that no one is going to like tell Brandon, "Hey, you got to clean out your locker." I mean, someone's might have to because Brandon said the other night Back for a million dollars or whatever, like it's going to be fine. <laughs> you don't know that. I don't, I don't know, know and, that. You're right, but and by the way, he he, he might be in like a sue situation where he's going to sue the team. No, and Dominican too, where he jumps on, uh, mm. on like a stretch run. Yeah, but they're not cleaning out his locker. <laughs> okay. Unless I he just... goes to, unless he signs with a different team, they are not going to yeah. just like ditch his stuff and put it in yeah. a trash bag. Yeah, because there's a, there's a lot of cologne in there and a lot mm. a lot of cologne samples, as Fletcher said last week. Yeah. Super chat from yeah. Cole, who says, "I don't understand this new narrative that Jalen doesn't get the politics aspect. He went to Alabama and Oklahoma." You're kidding yourself if you don't think that politics are involved at those institutions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I found that, you know, now Fletcher also had a staunch defense for Nick Sirianni, um, as, as did Jason Kelsey. A bit, don't know if a bit of an adversarial back and forth with Jeff McClain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, two pros right there. So, um, Jason Kelsey did not want to talk about his his uh, future. Well, hold on, let's let's stick with Fletcher. Let's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did he say anything about his future? Uh, I got in a, a little later on that, but but as I said, he he said that he hasn't made a decision yet on. And it. were there other people besides Jordan Davis who alluded to him definitely not coming back? Uh, no. It it, it was um it, it was mainly Jordan Davis. Okay, yeah. so I don't think that this was like. You know, talking about the fact that he just heard that Nick Sirianni got fired. I think this is like one person's perspective. I mean, weren't these reports about Jason Kelsey based on other people's perspectives? Well, I think that's part of it. Like, 
<laughs> we can talk Kelsey. Not. <laughs> I don't know that this is done. Well, Jason's, I mean, from the horse's mouth this morning, Jason said on his podcast that you can't make these decisions after, after the game. And, and, and by the way, like, uh, there's been times when Jason would tell you that he's left the field thinking he's, he's not coming back. And then he needs to, you know, you take a few weeks, you, you, you're, uh, away, you kind of make your decision then. Um, now he certainly was emotional coming off the field and in the locker room after the game. But I think, I think there is validity to that, that it it does, it does take time. I mean, I, I do imagine that he went into that game thinking it, it was his last, uh, and from my understanding, that's kind of been the, the operating procedure, like the, the way a lot of people around him have been thinking. Um, but yeah, I mean, until he says it. Jason Kelsey has a lot of ways to get his message out there when he wants to give it. Like, yeah. you know, he's, he knows how to do that. Like, ooh, I think we can wait for him to do that whenever he makes his final decision. And I like he's he's given us the answers to the test. And what I mean by that is he has told us this same anecdote so many times when Jeff Stoutland says to him, you know, he says to Jeff Stoutland, when am I going to retire? And Stoutland says, when you don't want to do this anymore. And he says to Stout, uh, like, no, I'm always going to want to do it. And he's going to say, no, there's going to be a time when you don't want to, you don't want to do this anymore. And so that's what's going to come down to. Like, Jason's going to have to wake up and say, I don't want to go through this. I, I don't want to do. Keeps coming okay. back for the cafeteria. I don't want to do training camp. I don't want to do Wednesday practices in, in the winter. Like, I just want to, uh, you know, uh, um, I'm good. I had, as he said, as he said, he told his teammates after the game, like, you should hope for my effing career, you know? Like, don't feel bad for me. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what would have to happen. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of assuming that Jason uh, is not coming back. But, again, we'll see. Yeah, he also owes it to himself to give it a little bit of time. Um, exactly. You know, let his body heal. That's that's been his process in the past. Um, and yeah, like I said, he'll, he's he's got like the second most popular Eagles podcast in the world. He'll be able to get that message out when he's when he's ready. Um, if he wants to go on the first most popular one, Jason, uh, I know you're watching means. right now. You have an open invitation. Um, anytime you want to talk, Jason, you got my number. You have an open invitation. I did. Uh, I, I I talked to him briefly afterwards. Um, I thought the most interesting thing he said, and he held court for a while, um, and he mm-hmm. said some very insightful things. You know, he said some things about um, Sirianni and the offense, like the offense. Yes, like the uh, you know they, they just could not solve the blitz, um, and just like the frustrating process of trying to figure out what's wrong and not having a, a good a good finger on it. Uh, I thought the most interesting thing he said that really like made my ears pop was. He was talking about he is he going to go to the Pro Bowl, and he said he's he's it's in Orlando, so he's probably going to bring the the kids down so they can go to Walt Disney World. And then he doubled back down and said, yeah, well, and we'll go, you know, we can go to Walt Disney. And I don't, do you know anybody who gives the proper Walt on Walt Disney World? Uh, he doubled, uh, he he said it twice. He said he gave the Walt. He gave the Walt. Uh, no, actually, I, I don't. What did he say when you brought that to his attention? He said, oh, you know what? And he, he said, you know what? I, I actually, I wouldn't say Walt Disneyland. So why do I say Walt Disney World? I, I think yeah. it was, it was, a, it was a moment of, 
uh, real, you know, soul searching. Why do I say it that way? I don't know. You know, I, I that was I, fascinating. Yeah. So actually, the like last you don't time... say I won the Super Bowl. I'm going to Walt Disney World. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Good for Walt. What? I mean, you don't get a lot of Walt pops these days. It's we know we, we all forget about Walt Disney. This is his creation. No, it's yeah, just his yeah. brand. I mean, I don't think he. I mean, I mean, perhaps he's anti-Roy. Do you know Roy? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I you actually don't know me. Dis- you gotta study your Disney's. Roy was Walt's brother. Okay. Yeah, Walt. Uh, Bad guy or what? Walt pa- No, Walt passed away before the completion of uh, Walt Disney World. Um, he he had this dream of this amazing place and where you know everybody's happy all the time, and uh, and he was. Uh, you know, he flew over and he found this this swampy area in Florida, and then he Roy planned did, for this Walt whole did. thing. No, Walt did, and then okay. uh, had this this is post beautiful, beautiful vision, and then when he passed away before it opened, and Roy Roy kind of followed through on the on the plans. Okay. Yeah, was, I, was the the animation already in place? Walt was able to do that. The the, the world. When did the world open? Oh, the, I mean, seventy-five years ago, not that long ago, right? So, but post Fantasia. Oh yeah, know. of course. Yeah, okay. I mean, th- right. like, like, like Disneyland was already there. Disney, the Disney, the Walt Disney Corporation was already a okay, big deal yeah, at the time. They were opening the the amusement park in Florida. This was going to be their big experiment, and, or not their 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 big extravagance, a big deal here. And he opens, and uh, yeah, so he passed away, and Roy saw it through. Um, I watched one before. I'm a. This Roy is, not to be confused confused with Ray Kroc. The this might not this might not surprise you, but when we went to Disney World last year, before we went down, I had with my son. Like I wanted, I'm like, all right, you have to learn all about this before, right? Yeah. So we goes on brand, we, yeah. Yeah, so we went to the we watched the documentary, we queued it up, and uh, so he would ask about Walt and Roy whenever we were down there. <laughs> did Roy see this? Did Walt? Yeah, did, did Walt see this? So, anyways, um, like he said, because he he is going to the Pro Bowl, and someone said you're playing, and he's like, well, you don't really play anymore right. in the Pro Bowl. Um, but he said, uh, you know, it's a trip. It's a trip to Disney World with his family and. His daughter will be happy as long as they can see Elsa. Uh, and it, it made me think when I covered the last Pro Bowl in Orlando that Jason went to, it was 2020. And I don't know if his kids were like old enough to fully appreciate Disney World at the time. So I do remember he had his family there, but uh, they'll probably enjoy it much more here in 2024. Mm. You like an Elsa? Uh, I like what my daughter like. You know, Elsa or Anna, who you like better? You know what? I kind of space out when that's on. Um, but they're, I, I can tell you this what simple premise. Interest in children's interests. Yeah, I'd much rather a documentary than the, <laughs> but I, I see, I, I actually, I, I went to when we were down there, I believe it was at, you know, the Hollywood studios. They have uh, a, a frozen live thing. Okay, and I fell asleep during the uh, presentation. I thought like 
I thought my father-in-law, because we, we went with my in-laws, I thought my father-in-law was was, was, was going to be so disappointed. I thought it was going to be like in Seinfeld when they're like, and you were kissing during Schindler's List. It's like you were sleeping during the Frozen uh, uh, slightly different. <laughs> slightly different. You know, I'm using that reference. And he was he was okay with it? I don't think he, he I don't think they knew I was sleeping. Well, he knows now. He's a he devoted listener. Yeah, I appreciate it, David. Thank you. <laughs> it would have been different if you were making out during the Frozen production. Yeah, definitely was not doing that. Okay. Uh, all right. Who else did you talk to? I spoke to a number of different people in there. Um, I mean, from – so Jordan Davis, by the way, I mean, it wasn't just about Fletcher Cox. It was, a lot of it was about uh, football, and, and he was happy with the improvements that he made this year. He said he did wear down at the end of the year. And, you know, there's there's things he he must uh, stay on top of uh, that he's kind of learned from Fletcher and Brandon Graham. He's he said that the area that he needs to improve in his game is the get off. He says when you see the get off from players like uh, Sweat and Cox and and Graham and then he, he mentioned Aaron Donald, like they're so consistent in their get off. And that's that's where he really needs to improve. So uh, that was interesting to hear. Uh, Nicobe Dean uh, spoke to him, and he's going to be, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's going to be out of the boot soon. And Three weeks, he said. Yeah, and eager. He'll have a month when he could start to run, but there's no rush. Yeah. Uh, and then a month after the the boot comes yeah. off, that's when he gets the hardware out, and that's when he can really be full systems go. Oh, by the way, we we had a Sydney Brown debate about when he's he's going to return. Um, I believe I believe it's September, uh, October one is the is the defining line. Yeah, he said the latest is opening day. Yeah, he says training camp. He says he's done the math. It's it's he's done the you math. know training camp. Oh, uh, there's the look. My father in law chimes in. <laughs> he yes. said you fell asleep. <laughs> yes, I fell asleep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you watching. You were, that was a spot on call, Bo. Um, so yeah, he said he said that. Uh, That's great. <laughs> he said he's he's done the math. He said training camp. He could be back by the beginning of training camp. He's hoping, or uh, like the latest opening day. So. Take that for what you will. He must be. He must be. Uh, he must have downloaded those dolphin sex noises. <laughs> uh, he's gonna get surgery this week, by the way. So I mean, only this week. Let's let's get it in gear if we want to be ready for opening. I, I, I mean, we'll see what happens when the actual time is. The greater point is that it affects the Eagles' roster playing. Yes. They cannot. They not cannot count on him being a starting safety week one. Like, yep. There's no doubt about that. Um, Slay said that the adjustment to Matt Patricia, like it was, oh, yeah, it was this was interesting. It was, it was really tough. He said, true, he's, a, he's a true down and dirty monogamist. He said, you take on, you know, two different personalities. He said, it's, it's like having two different wives. You can't do that. He said, one might want their feet rubbed. The one might want their shoulder rubbed. It would throw you off. So that's I mean, not selling that. No, I mean, I, I, I don't know that it tracks necessarily, but the, the point is obviously this was not easy. 
were the guys no, on the defense. Yeah. To, and I think that was like nobody, nobody's like coming out and just throwing people under the bus in this setting, even though they might be just a little bit looser than they are during the season. But like you talked to some defensive players today and they were like, yeah, it was hard. Like, yeah, of course it was. Exactly. And that's, I mean, Slate gave the example that he he played for Patricia. Patricia likes press man coverage. He's like, Desai wanted you to play, you know, quarters. So it, it, it was a totally different um, approach and it, it, it was hard to do it at the time that they did it. It continues to be a baffling decision. It was a baffling decision then. It's a baffling decision now. Uh, spoke to a handful of other players. Jordan Mailata, um, he, so he, he got married last summer. He's, he's going to go on a late honeymoon this year. Uh, he wants to start a podcast with uh, Jordan Davis called Jordan Squared. And he said that he sees Kelsey gets all this free stuff. Like all the stuff around Kelsey's locker is free. And he's like, Jordan has to buy all, all his stuff. So he, he, he wants some of that swag, you know? Uh, or not swag. Um, yeah, is that, yeah, that's swag. That's swag, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, but a, a lot of stuff about the offense, you know, like I asked Kelsey, for instance, Kelsey said before the season that the, everyone else spent the entire offseason like studying the Eagles. You know, and and their offense has to kind of have answers for that. And I asked them, I asked him how it manifests itself. And he said, honestly, there was no like one flavor for how teams played them. He said, recent weeks, you've seen a lot of, you know, blitz zero and stacked boxes. He said, but like San Francisco just rushed forward, played a soft zone. And the, and so he said, they've seen different things each, each, each week. And the bottom line is like, it simply didn't work. Uh, before we keep going, Zach, I got to tell you about game time you know about game time we talk about game time all the time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped baby for the fun you're gonna have they've got flash deals and last minute tickets easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area Images of seat views, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, and more. It is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Just two taps. And you're set, baby. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Shouldn't have gone baby twice there. I didn't, you know, the, the one was was solid, but uh, the second baby, yeah, it, it, it probably didn't need that. Well, good thing we have the ad read again tomorrow. They'll do great. And that's true. Uh, um, okay. What else do you want to talk about before we uh, everybody turns their attention collectively to the Iga Schweitek daniel Collins matchup? What's, which is 4-4 four, what, four in the first set. What's that in? It's an Australian Open, my friend. Ah, yeah, not a tennis guy. Sorry. Should be. How's Juan um, Del Potro doing? How's what? Juan Del Potro doing. Juan Martin Del Potro, no longer yeah. in the game. Oh, okay. Did a big story on him in the Washington Post one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I hope you spelled his name. I hope you yeah, remember did, the Martini. Yeah, yeah. I was covering the Leg Mason. Ferocious forehand. The Leg Mason tournament down in Washington, D.C. Hmm. 
Um, I talked to Moro Ojimo. I uh, wanted to give him oh, a chance to that set should the top the show. Well, I wanted to give him a chance to set the record straight uh, about his escape room performance. Um, and he said, uh, you know, it's true that I wasn't good, but I, I like to think I was a good teammate. He said if 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 they were to do a draft all over again of hmm. picking teams, he doesn't think that he would be the last pick. He, he said his problem was he tried to overcomplicate things. He didn't realize that they might be so easy, uh, but he, he he was supportive. Okay, that's important. Was he aware of the show? He was. Good. Um, yeah, he he was aware of this characterization, and he, okay. he he felt it was a little bit unfair. Okay. But he did not deny that he was not a good. Okay. Solver. He said, uh, "I asked who was good," and he said Tanner McKee. Uh, he said one other person. I can't remember the other person. I got I got I have to check the tape. And then he the other one he said it was Jalen Hurts. Said now he said Jalen, and this will not surprise you, Zach. He said Jalen came in late, but once he got there, he was uh, he was very good and sort of saw the clues and uh, was able to read read the room well, read the defense well, if it, as as it were. Yeah, I, I uh, doesn't surprise me that uh, now they started without Jalen, right? But you know we've. Uh, we do a show every day. We've done a show every single day since September two. Or I'm sorry, um, throughout every day during the week, throughout uh, since September twelfth, and with the exception, uh, we've done five shows a week since September twelfth. And I bet if you add the amount of time I've spent on this show, <laughs> and the amount of time I've spent waiting for Jalen Hurts <laughs> this year. Um, I'm not sure which which one it would be. I mean, I think that the you know Julia, who's an, who does an outstanding job with our show, I think the the line that I might send to her more than anything else is waiting on Jalen, mm. right? Waiting on Jalen. Um, the line that I send to Emily is often waiting on Jalen. <laughs> uh, so yeah, right up your next book is going to be called Waiting on Jalen. It's going to be called Waiting on Jalen. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, that, that, uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't surprise me, but it's bothering me to not be able to name the other uh, person here. So I want to just sort of play this back and figure it out. Is that me or you? Oh, okay. This is me. Hold on. Here we go. Was there somebody who stood out as having been very good at it? Yeah. Covey's really good. Covey. Oh yeah. Okay. Covey, Tanner, and then Jalen. There you I go. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Covey's a smart guy. Talked to Covey today. Um, mm-hmm. he, you, know, you know, he's uh, childhood friends with Puka Nakua. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yes. His brother, Puka's older brother, was Covey's, like, uh, his, his number one receiver in high school. It's, like, one of his best friends in the world. So he's going to go back to Utah this offseason, work out with nice. Austin Colley, uh and, uh, and Puka. Yeah. I so I I, I had a um, <laughs> I had a uh, tell, what's the thing? Tell Michael Dunn, I said hi, the uh, your, your Kenny Pickett type thing. Mike, Mike Michael's Michael Dunn says hello. Yeah, where where like you say you say you're like what did I just say? So I was you know I I always I I always try to say hello to Covey and check in on him how he's doing. Right? I'm not like interviewing about special teams every week, but always always try to say hello and. I, I I just wanted to go and, and like say goodbye and I, I said, you know, I, 
said, you know, thanks for everything this year. Uh, enjoy your off season. I said, but I said, because he just had a, uh, a son and I said, <laughs> enjoy being a father. <laughs> it, it like came out in such an odd way. Like enjoy being a father as if like, um, he's not a father already. Right. Um, but I get your, I get that one. Go. I don't think that's that bad. Oh, I, I did. I was, like, I don't think you should beat yeah. yourself up for that one. You can yeah. be a little, be a little kinder to yourself. I think that was fine. Okay. All right. You probably Fair understood. Enough. Now the season uh, is over. He gets a little bit of time to sit down sure. and be a father. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Diana uh, just just tweeted out. <laughs> it really seems like people are trying to trying to clarify this to Diana. I thought her initial message was fine, right. but it's okay. Nick uh, Nick Sirianni will meet with owner Jeffrey Lurie and will be expected to have a plan for how he is going to improve the Eagles. This will include a pitch on potential new coordinators and assistant coaches per sources. This is why coaches around the league have been contacted. Yeah, that's exactly what she already said. Um, I, yeah, feel bad that, I feel bad that... <laughs> that people feel the need to clarify felt, this. Yeah, that people were reaching out to her so much. <laughs> like, yeah, we got... Yeah, you were right the first time, Diana. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's like, they, yeah. 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 <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, of course he's gonna have to meet next oh. and show a plan. Like that's that's part. It's exactly what we said at the top of the show that it's not enough for Nick to go there and say we need to improve this. It needs to be this is how we're going to improve this. Sure, and and it's you know, um, I, I would imagine the pushback that she would have gotten is like, well, we haven't fired anybody yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I pulled a pulled a Zach, dropped a no problem, dropped an S bomb. Um, but no, elsewhere in the in the locker room, it was it was a lot of uh, you know little nuggets here and there. Spoke to DeAndre Swift. He said, "We'll see about uh, his future." He's he said he's shown a lot this year. Um, he's shown that he can be an every down back, right? He's he's accomplished that. He's put up he's put up big numbers. So uh, we'll see. He loved playing in his hometown. Uh, that's that's something else that he noted, but. He's a free agent. I think he improved his his value. I know the running back market was depressed last year, literally and figuratively, right? But um, I think that the uh, I, I think Swift is going to have options. He's going to have some options. I don't think he's going to. I don't think. I don't think anybody's breaking down. You know, taking out a credit line so that they can pay for DeAndre Swift. You don't think he's gonna get Miles Sanders money? <laughs> I think. I, mean, I think. Not. You think the uh, he might not. Miles Sanders contract might actually hurt Swift, right? Yeah, because it it, it shows you that, like this Eagles offense. I, I actually I like actually this. think that the DeAndre Swift market might be so tepid that he comes back. Interesting. Okay. I can see that. I don't know. Um, which was he, the opposite he, of the Miles Sanders, which they were clearly running him into the ground. Yeah. He d- he did stay healthy this year. That was that was a big thing that he felt he had to prove mm. um, because of kind of a perception that might have been out there. Uh, uh, Landon Dickerson had some good perspective on uh, on Kelsey and you know just his own self scouting process um, and the idea that like if if Kelsey does leave, would he be willing to play center? He said you know he's, he'll do whatever they think is best for the team. No no problem with that. Um, he's always got some good insight. Uh, who Anything about his contract? He said, "That's what I've got. To, it's that's as you expected. That's what that's what my agents for. That's my agents for." Yeah. Now, notably, we did not hear from AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. 
which we probably didn't expect to, but you know, he's injured, but you know, he, he could have had a chance to, to talk. Uh, Devonte Smith didn't talk. Anybody else you were surprised didn't, didn't speak? No, I was hoping to speak to Hassan Reddick. He spoke to Hassan after the game and you know, maybe that sufficed, but I actually, uh, I, I do sort of think if you speak after the game, I don't think it's that bad if you don't talk. To, but yeah, the there was some stuff about, I wasn't asking about his contract after, after the game. And, uh, you know, I did want to kind of follow up with him about that. Um, Hopefully, I'll have a chance to speak to Hassan uh, in the coming. Uh, you know, hopefully, I have a chance to speak to Hassan soon. Uh, always enjoy his his perspective. By the way, on the point of injuries, Slay said that he avoided major injury, but he probably wouldn't have been able to play this weekend had they won. So, it was, it's a back injury. He said they gave him a bunch of big words. He 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 did not understand it. It's a back injury. Okay. All right. What else? What else is there to go over? Yeah, a little. I mean, We're gonna be back tomorrow okay. at 10 a.m. Yeah, Jack Stoll's gonna be a restricted free agent. <laughs> I don't think we need to get into that, but uh, yeah. Next I, week we we should do a little uh, flu world order. Flu world order. We have to. I, I, I mean, maybe we we do it over two days or something, right? We can stretch that out. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, they have a lot of free agents. Yeah, but that's the game. Yeah, but instead of doing, I mean, we're we're on every day. Instead of doing like a three-hour flu world order, you can split that bad boy up an hour and a half, an hour and a half. There's other people who need our studio space. An hour and a half, an hour and a half. That's three. We're making three episodes. No, I said three. It's instead of a three-hour episode, which sometimes those oh. flu world orders go on. You do an hour I and a half one day, an hour and a half the next day. Yes. Claire F says we want three-hour pods. Claire, if we gave you three hour pods, five days be, a week, five days a week. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, I, you're, getting, I, I I think you're getting as many yeah. hours of yeah. pods as you got before, yeah. if not more. Yeah. I, I, I love talking to Eagles. I love talking with Bo. Um, but yeah, we have, we have, uh, we have shows in our network for every team. You can check those out. And, and, and so people need the studio space. Got two studios. <laughs> True. True. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Shay in the chat says, "Would Jalen have a better defense for Jack Stoll? Uh, a better defense for Jack Stoll coming back? <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> so, yeah. You asked him. Yeah, going, yeah. No, I um, trust that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like. Um, hey, uh, you want Nick Sirianni back? Players play, coaches coach, man. You know, you know, owners own. What about Jack Stoll? If Jack Stoll doesn't come back, okay, then I am demanding a trade. Right? I mean that." Yeah, that's expect something like that. But always good, good talking to Jack. That's a good line. Mm-hmm. All right, Zach. Anything else from today? Oh, well, we should say too. Um, look, certainly, I don't want it to seem like Sirianni's out the door, um, and I'm trying to to uh, detach my like Retina. personal feelings for Nick. No, for kind of my reporting and analysis on the on on the team here. Um, but you know, if you are of the opinion that Bill Belichick uh, would be of interest to the Eagles, and there was a column in the Washington Post today from Jason Lacafora uh, with league executives saying like that would be the that's that's the logical fit for Belichick. Um, at the Dallas Cowboys, who we thought would be an attractive team for him, given the you know very similar profile of team to the Eagles right now in terms of roster and spot, they're they're keeping Mike McCarthy. Uh, that came out right before our show. So McCarthy's back. 
and Belichick, who interviewed with the Falcons. But, you know, if you're, I mean, I, I would say how many great jobs are out there. I, I, I thought, I frankly thought he was going to go to Dallas and the relationship he has with the Jones family and the profile of that job and the team that they had in place. But uh, Mike McCarthy's coming back. Yeah, I, I keep thinking, by the way, um, and shout out to Seth Wickersham. I uh, had a, a tweet earlier about uh, that I did not I did not see when I was driving. I, I saw when I was um, home. Um, I thought you were going to say in the 200 no. minutes in which you were waiting for Jalen Hurts. No, I was eating my dinner, uh, and we made me uh, meat sauce with edamame noodles. Have you, have you ever had edamame noodles? You know what? I think I've had them once. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I consistently try to talk myself into the vegetable noodle. Yeah. Just, just putting vegetables in the sauce instead and give myself some real noodles. Yeah, those are the only kind of noodles that we seem to have in our house are these mm-hmm. vegetable noodles. Uh, so, anyways, I, I saw the Seth Wickersham. I saw the Seth Wickersham tweet that you know Brady, uh, the best you know f- free agent in NFL history, basically was surprised to see like how tepid the market was for him when he was available. And he's like Belichick, the top free agent coach you know in NFL history. Like, w- is he going to f- uh, find the same thing? That's because, interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, like in a vacuum, clip of Brady, like you're going to keep that mother ever. Yeah, like if you're, if you, if if Belichick wanted to go to Dallas, and he's like, you're keeping Mike McCarthy over me, you know? Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So do you, now, do you have other vegetable noodles? Do you have like a sweet potato, like a, a squash noodle, or is it just? Oh yeah, we've I've had spaghetti squash uh, many times. I mean, well, I've spaghetti had... squash is a different. It's a it's a that's just a vegetable. We're not talking about the noodles. Like we're talking is spaghetti like, squash just noodle. noodles that they make in the like squash they make well, there in are the squash noodles. noodles but then there's spaghetti squash is its own vegetable uh okay I, I no what she has is it's a big squash that you put through like a noodle press okay that's different okay I thought that was spaghetti squash am I wrong spaghetti squash is its own vegetable that is it's its uh, own kind okay. of squash I did not realize it's delicious that. um yeah. Very easy to make. Yeah. Just cut it in half, you know, sprinkle, you know, put, put whatever you want on it and okay. then put it in the oven. Yeah. By the way, uh, I'm going to take umbrage. Scott G says, no wonder Zach never runs into listeners at, at, at ShopRite. Scott G, if you saw my, my like, uh, when Emily's out of town, when I'm eating, I mean, it's like ShopRite would be generous. To, to have, have, this is more like. Um, what do you mean? Uh, in what regard? Like I'm meaning, like, like I, don't, just, I don't understand your point. I mean, like, just the basics. I think he's referring to the fact that these are like, uh, like complicated foods. Oh, I see. You know, like I'm, I'm having just, I'm having just the basics when. Uh, well, and when we, 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 you know, longtime listeners know that you, we, she can't be sending you to do the food shopping because you're just going to get what's on the list. There's no, there's no freelance. Exactly. There is, there's no, there's. Yeah, there is absolutely no freelancing going on with that. Yeah. Tough. Yeah, what'd you eat for dinner tonight? I haven't eaten dinner yet. Oh, okay. Not ideal. Not ideal. That's uh, the situation we are, we are in. Well, we'll we are going to be back in uh, twelve hours and fifteen minutes for some role playing. You've got my attention, my friend. <laughs> Are are you going to be? Maybe I'll ask you to do the shopping this time. 
Are you going to be Sirianni or are you going to be Lori? I think I will be Lori if that's okay with you. That's fine with I me. I know you are the Lori historian. No, that's fine with me. I think maybe that makes, I think that, that might make for a better setup. Well, then we can, okay. we can switch, we can switch midway through too. If that, that might keep things sure. interesting. Well, do, well, I mean, what if Howie gets called into the office? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, how about Jalen gets called in? Mm. Are you going to book these guests? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all gonna play these different roles. Um, yeah, Brian Johnson gets gets uh, you know let's phone a friend at one point, right? So who's playing these roles? We all we are. We're oh, we, oh okay. 15, we can show yes. our range. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. We can we can show our we can show our, our uh, range for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I look forward to that. We will uh, we will have that uh, at 10 a.m. tomorrow. So. You know, put on your uh, your eyes wide shut masks and and get ready. Um, I don't understand that reference, but it, I don't know if I have to. You don't. Okay, good. Uh, thanks to everybody for joining us on a, a, an evening pod, a classic throwback edition of the PHOI Eagles podcast. We will be back in Studio B tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Thank you to Julia for hanging with us through all these schedule machinations today. And uh, that's all we got. We'll talk to you tomorrow. For Zach and Julia and all of us at PHLY, we thank you very much. We'll talk to you tomorrow, and as always, we love you. 